Welcome to Pine Numbers. Tyson Baker with you here, Bench Clear Media. Again, follow me at numbers underscore behind and please rate and review the show. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, we do want to mention my sponsors real quick again Queen City Breaks Facebook group. Avery Harris and the guys break a lot of awesome products, uh, a lot of Bowman, a lot of football. Uh, they mix it up quite a bit, but great guys to uh, interact with in the hobby. So check out Queen City Breaks on Facebook group. Mention behind the numbers, you get $10 off your break with those guys. So today's uh, show, I haven't done a Thursday show in a couple weeks now since I had family come in. And I probably won't do a Thursday show next week because uh, family is hopefully coming in this time. We'll have more success with them getting across the border. Um, but what we're going to do is I'm going to do is a big product update for you, all the 2021 products. I got a couple of buy and sells for you today. I got a couple just kind of wax prices for the 2021 products of note, um, a couple singles prices of note. Uh, like I said, I'll have a buy and sell segment and I'll kind of go over the games to watch this week that I think are important for the hobby and important for the playoff push. Uh, I was going to go over some playoff, um, scenarios, but with three games left, it's still pretty murky to really try to narrow that down. So I think next week might be a better opportunity for us to talk a little bit more scenarios terms of what needs to happen for people to get in the playoffs. Um, but let's get to it here. So, um, first thing I'm going to start off with is just kind of the release dates. Uh, sorry, actually, first thing I want to start off is the Titans beat San Fran tonight. Uh, I finished the game before I started recording tonight. Uh, I'm really surprised. I thought San Fran was kind of a slam dunk win there. San Fran's had a lot of uh, momentum going into this game, and they just let it go. They're up to nothing at half, and Titans couldn't do anything off anything offensively. And the second half, Titans just kind of made some plays, made some uh, Jimmy Garoppolo threw a couple of interceptions, really cost them, and uh, Titans win. I mean, I'm just really overall just really impressed with Rabel as a coach. I feel like he's had his worst, his best player has been injured in Derrick Henry. Uh, Julio Jones has been injured all year. AJ Brown just came back tonight, had a monster game, and he just keeps getting it done with that team. And their their defense hasn't doesn't really have the talent, but they're they're really getting it done the last few weeks. So overall, just kind of hats off to uh, Rabel as a coach. I'm just really impressed and. I think that uh, that team could be scary in the playoffs as they have been if Henry comes back. So to kind of watch out for them, Sam Fran loses a little momentum, uh, drop into eight and seven. So uh, let's get to the product release date. So again, the big one that we're kind of eyeing right now is uh, Mosaic got pushed back again. So it's to January 12th as a date for Mosaic right now for football. Uh, Panini Illusions is going to be out on Christmas Eve. So tomorrow, uh, probably when you hear this that uh, today, 1224. Uh, Panini Zenith uh, Football 1230. That's an interesting product. I'll have to look into that a little bit more. That's uh, a, a new product. Uh, Panini Immaculate 114. Panini Phoenix 119. And then Panini Prism 126. And I put that on there because it just kind of popped up as I started looking at 2022 products. But obviously that's 2021. And th- th- my my worry has become true. Um Mosaic is really close to Prism. It's two weeks apart. And I, I'm a big fan of Mosaic. So one of two things is going to happen is that Mosaic's going to be slow as people wait for Prism, or Mosaic's going to be hot for a little bit and then just fall off quickly. But either way, I to me, that means there's going to be some buying opportunities for Mosaic because Prism's going to overshadow it so closely. So um, if you like Mosaic like I do, um, maybe slow play the release and wait for Prism to come and then see who's trying to unload Mosaic after Prism comes. I think it's a good strategy in the situation in which you can get some good Mosaic prices as people are jumping on the Prism quickly. Um, so yeah, just definitely kind of how I'm going to play that and see how it works out. But overall, um, I'm, I'm a little upset because I liked Mosaic's gap that I had last year. Mosaic was by itself quite a bit last year, um, coming out in almost October, I think we talked about. So just definitely disappointed they're so close, but um, with you know, obviously supply chains and all things that are happening in the world. That's just kind of the way it fell this year. 
So in terms of stuff that's out right now, I want to talk about a couple of the wax prices just so you're aware um, if you're looking to get wax or if you have your own wax, I want you to be updated on the values. Uh, Donner's Hobby Boxes are going for about 385 right now. And I'm kind of going averages here, just kind of the last three sales-ish when I'm going through these, just getting them from 130 point. Um, Mega Box 95, Blaster Box 38. So that's your Donner's uh, line of how they're doing. Absolute, uh, Hobby Box is 475, Mega Box for 80, Blaster Box for 40. XR Football Hobby Box are going around 360 right now. National Treasures Collegiate Hobby Box 775, Flawless um, Collegiate Hobby Box 2400, Spectra Hobby Box for 925, and Impeccable Hobby Box for 1500. Impeccable just kind of hit. Um, been very expensive breaks I've been seeing going out in those. Really nice cards. A little disappointed to see a couple of sticker autos come out of that still when you're paying such a premium. Um, but overall, I think Impeccable is going to be tough to to feel good about your money when you're getting those breaks. I'm seeing uh, just very high-end breaks for people, like 10 people at $600 doing a case. It's just crazy to me. Um, but anyway, so the cards are nice. The nice ones are nice. This, the What do they call them? The silver plates cards. Those are cards are really cool. Definitely some cool things that come out of them. I'm just not sure if it's worth the hassle of a break. Otherwise, just buying the cards you want. Um, a couple singles just come going through most of those products the best I can find. Uh, so Donruss, so Mac Jones right now, just so you guys are aware, his PSA 10 out of Donruss is going for 290. So it's come way down from that crazy thousand over a thousand dollar sales. Uh, been pretty consistently just under 300 for his PSA 10. Uh, I think even his PSA nines are still going for a hundred dollars, hundred dollars, which is pretty dang good. Uh, so his, his cards are holding good value. His gold press was 160, which is going to kind of illustrate my reason to buy Lawrence, as I explained on my last show, why I'm still a big fan of Lawrence. If you didn't check that out, please check that out. Some good numbers I have in there. Uh, Lawrence has definitely been in a much more, <laughs> very tough spot compared to Mac Jones and still doing pretty good. Um, and then also Mac Jones had two downtown sell 1900 and 2100 and those are raw. So Mac, Mac Jones is commanding value. It's so hard not to say sell on him. I'm a believer in him. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's got great accuracy. He's in a great system with a great coach that he's going to be in a nice situation for a long time. Um, but man, his prices are really high right now. Uh, Devonta Smith's downtown sold for 400 out Donruss. Uh, Fields pink optic preview for 45 gold press proof for 25. So Fields gold press proof for 25 Mac Jones for 160. Uh, that's quite the gap there. I'd be buying the field at 25 all day. Uh, Lawrence as well. His gold press proof is 25. I'd be buying that all day. Uh, pink optic for uh, Lawrence for 40. So you can see that Fields and Lawrence are pretty pretty uh, even right now. Uh, Lance gold press proof for 20. Hyper Fanatics exclusive for field, uh, for Lance, excuse me, for 100. And then Zach Wilson, I just did the quarterbacks on these. Uh, PSA 10 for 35 bucks. So Zach Wilson's PSA 10 Donruss rookie is going for $35. Uh, you can see that's at one-tenth, you know, 10% of what Mac Jones is going for. I know Zach Wilson hasn't done anything to make us want to invest in him or get in him, but that's still, if you want to get in cheap on somebody that's young, that could, you know, the Jets are still building, they have some first-round picks next year. There you go. Zach Wilson's an option. 35 bucks is a very low risk. Uh, his pink's going for $12.50. So he's definitely kind of the afterthought of the group, even though he was the second quarterback taken. Um, absolute kaboom price. Not a lot of kabooms have been selling. Um, I looked through, I haven't seen any. I searched it. Uh, there's not very many recent sales for kabooms, but Joe Burrows, second year, 425, and Kyle Pitts for 285 are the most recent. XR football, a couple of sales I've mentioned. Fonta Smith RPA out of 30 for 50 bucks. Fields X-ray blue variation out of 49 for $33. That's insane to me. Uh, a numbered 
rookie card of Fields to 49 for 33 bucks. It's a great buy. Tony RPA out of 10 out of XR for 81. Chase RPA out of 75 for 120. And Trevor Lawrence, just a base XR, goes for 15. So you can kind of see the XR is definitely a secondary product. Prices on those secondary products are really going to fluctuate depending on the buyers. So you don't have the consistency and value, but you can just kind of see there's definitely some steals there. I think that Fields card is a big steal. Uh, anything numbered under 50 for 33 bucks for anybody is a pretty good deal. So it's good. Uh, Spectra, Justin Fields, Relic out of 99 for 55. Najah Harris, RP out of 60 for 135. Chase, Neon Knights, SSP, it's a case hit for 275. It's a pretty cool looking card, actually. Uh, and Trey Lance, Neon Blue Prism for out of 60 for 86. And Fields, Blue Neon Prism out of 60 for 75. So again, those um, out of 60 numbered rookie cards, those are pretty good buys. Both those 86 and 75, I think Fields is a better deal, obviously. I think Fields is valued higher than Lance right now in the hobby. Um, but definitely some interesting cards for the secondary product. Uh, Collegiate National Treasures, actually not a lot of sales really on those. Um, Justin Fields had quite a few RPAs sold all of there's about three of these actually that was up for sale. His RP out of 15 for 280 ish. It's just under 300. Uh, kind of disappointing when you look at the price point of some of those breaks. You, you know, you, that's a it's a huge hit. A Fields RP out of out of 15, and you're barely scraping by by your buy-in, which is a little disappointing. Uh, Collegiate flawless. Uh, Devonta Smith RP out of 15 for 86. Jalen Waddle Diamond Auto out of 25 for 200, and Mac Jones RP out of 25 for 750. So, just to go. You know, I'm not going to negative town, but man, the collegiate products are just overpriced. When you look at the break, when I said the wax prices, so again, the wax on Flawless was $2,400 a box. Uh, National Treasures was about almost $800 a box. These cards, there's just nothing in there that's making you feel good about it. Like the Mac Jones RPA out of Flawless um, for $750, that's just, you're not, and that's out of $25, that's a huge hit in that product. You're still not feeling good about if you happen to buy your own box or, I mean, if you're in a break, you probably got in the break a little bit less than 750, but not much. So just, it's really disappointing to see that the singles aren't even close to the box prices there. So those, those are going to be tough to move for the breakers, especially. So definitely the collegiate, and we know the collegiate does that. We know collegiate is not as valued by the hobby. I think they're cool cards and it's cool. If you're a college and pro fan, like I am, it's really cool. But in terms of your value in the hobby, it's going to be tough to see the value you want in those. So it's just a fun product you buy in those to keep and, you know, not worry about the value, but still it's too high. I just don't like how high the wax is for those. Um, impeccable. So kind of your first major uh, look at some pro uni autos of those nature. Uh, RPA Mac Jones, out of 49, $1,800. So you're you're seeing right there, that's a 3X. It's out of 49 compared to it's out of 25 in collegiate. So it's three times more, even though it's numbered uh, twice as high in terms of 50 out of versus 25. Uh, Devonta Smith, Silver Bar, sold out of 20 for 250. That's only two prices. Actually, only four cards have sold out of Impeccable so far. It's just hitting. Um, but definitely those cards are really nice. Uh, again, really expensive though. The breaks have been way out of my range to try. So uh, you hit something big, great. But otherwise, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. Um, just quick buy sell notes for me. Again, that's just a real product focused show today. So that's kind of what I all I had for you in terms of wax in terms of singles. Um, but buy and sell. You know, I already I just wanted to just hit the drum a couple more times. Trevor Lawrence to me is just a huge buy. Um, I made some good points in my last show comparing him to Mac Jones. Mac Jones has done everything you want to see in a rookie quarterback, and he is valued, I'd say, maybe a little high, but for a good reason. But he shouldn't be that much higher than Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. 
Um, like I said, those gold press proofs that you get in the complete sets are really cool, good cards, really nice looking cards. Uh, he shouldn't be six times uh, Fields, uh, excuse me, Lawrence and Fields should not be uh, one sixth the price of Mac Jones. So he's Mac Jones is doing great, but he's not that much better than those two guys. I think um, Lawrence and Fields are have a lot of talent. They could do a lot of things. They get the right coaching, the right setup. Uh, which they both probably should have an opportunity to have a new coaching regime and they should have some high draft picks. Bears will be a little bit light in draft picks because they use a lot to get fields. But I'm buying Trevor Lawrence is the bottom line. Uh, Trey Lance I'm also buying just because I just he's an unknown and his prices are dropping because people just don't know. He's not getting them the time. But Jimmy Garoppolo is not setting the world on fire. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be there next year. I don't think he will be. Um, so I think Trey Lance is a guy that he's probably going to be San Fran's starter next year. And now's the time if you think he has that kind of, I don't want to say Mahomes, but Mahomes sat for a year in his first year in, he set the world on fire. So Trey Lance has that kind of opportunity. So definitely he's a good buy right now. And I'm still buying Jonathan Taylor. I've been beating that drum all year. I think he's a, I think he's a top, he's a top running back in the league in terms of numbers, in terms of what he's done. And I just think that he should be valued that way. Uh, seeing Christian McCaffrey's uh, PSA 10 prism, hit over 350 at the beginning of the year. I think that Jonathan Taylor, even though the market's coming down, I think Jonathan Taylor should be at least in the 250s. Um, and he's right, still sitting for his optic hollows 189. His PSA 10 prism brace is a little bit lower, but also, you know, 2020 prism, uh, it was pretty high. So I don't think his prism will have a chance to get to the Christian McCaffrey level. Um, but that optic hollow for 189 is a great buy for Taylor. And then his camo PSA 10. So out of 25, the camos went for 1500 out of prism. So, it's a good buy, I think, in terms of uh, that rarity of a card. But buying Jonathan Taylor for sure. Um, I'm just kind of selling these three guys. They're kind of big names, so a little bit nervous to, to recommend these. But Josh Allen, um, I'm kind of selling him right now just because he really hasn't seen a dip, even though his team hasn't been doing well. I think there's been the market dip, but he hasn't seen like a player dip. He's still highly regarded in the hobby. Um, I'm kind of selling him. He just kind of has maybe a that MVP hangover where he was up for MVP and this year has just kind of gone back to – I don't want to say normal quarterback, but he just hasn't been as dominant. He hasn't been as good. Uh, I was really concerned when I was doing my research for uh, Trevor Lawrence, seeing Josh Allen's yards per completion is 31st in the league. Uh, so I'm just I'm really worried about that. Uh, I really thought the Bills would take off this year, and they haven't. They're they're barely hanging on by a thread to get in the playoffs. They have a big game this week, which we'll get to in a second. But I'm selling Josh Allen because he still has kind of that high from last year, still those baked in uh, value. So I, I do I do think I'd be kind of letting go some of my cards of his if I had a lot. Uh, Lamar Jackson, um, he's, he's dinged up now, so it might not be a great time to sell. But at the same time, I do think the Ravens are going to miss the playoffs. I think that I just think that that peak from two years ago, we saw Lamar, we're just coming off that peak for a long time now. It's going to keep getting lesser and lesser as we go. Um, and especially I've seen how good Huntley's doing. I just, I don't, I'm not going to say Huntley's going to take his job because I don't think it's going to take a lot more than just two or three good games. Um, but Lamar Jackson, we know his passing efficiency has been the issue. And now he's starting to have the injuries um, and the team's not, I think they're going to miss the playoffs. So I think those are all going to be big negatives for, for Lamar. And I think the Ravens are have some choices to make in the off season. Obviously it's not like a contract year or anything for him, but I still think that he's a sell right now. And this one hurts my heart to say just because the Cowboys fan, but I'm selling Zeke right now. I just think that Zeke is at best a RB by committee. I think that Pollard has shown that he is just as effective, if not better, than Zeke this year. And on a continued basis, Zeke's been dinged up. He's had a, a bad knee for three or four weeks now. I've been trying to battle through, which I don't know why the Cowboys are making him play through when they can just let Pollard take it and bring him back when he's completely healthy. But 
at the end of the day, just Zeke has not been a top five running back in the league for, uh, I mean, for for two, two, two and a half years almost now. And I just think that last year was tough with Dak out, and this year's just been tough because he, I don't know if it's aging or if he's just, he's lost a little bit, lost a step or playing injured, but right now he just not look good. And I just don't think he's going to be back to that form that we saw again. Uh, you know, running backs are, they tend to, to fall off pretty quickly. And I think that we might see that soon with him. So I'm selling Zeke and it hurts my heart to say that. Like I said, as a Cowboys fan, I don't like saying that. So um, a couple games of note. So we have um, Cleveland at green Bay. So these are going to be uh, Christmas day games. Um, Cleveland at green Bay, green Bay's fair seven and a half. Put that on there. Cause Cleveland's in a must win after their tough loss to the Raiders when they had COVID issues. Um, so definitely look for uh, Green Bay to kind of almost eliminate Cleveland. Really tough for them to make the playoffs. So they do lose this week. Uh, Indy at Arizona. Arizona's a one-point favorite. Uh, it's a big game for Indy. Just keep on track, especially Titans winning. Uh, Titans winning makes it really difficult on Indy to win that division, but Indy's still in a good spot to make the playoffs. Uh, and Arizona's kind of been falling. So Arizona's got a lot to, to prove next week after they lost to the Lions. So um, definitely watching that game. Uh, Baltimore at Cincy again, Baltimore, as I said, I, I have a feeling they're going to miss playoffs, but they win this week. They're in a good spot, uh, but they're at Cincy and Cincy beat them last time in Baltimore. So it's a big game. Uh, and Cincy is favored right now. Cause I think that they're assuming that Lamar is still not going to play uh, Rams at Minnesota. Minnesota is a three and a half uh, underdog, uh, tough game for Minnesota uh, cooks out with COVID. It's going to be very difficult for them. The Rams are playing really well again. Uh, can kind of really put Minnesota in a tough spot playoff-wise if the Rams win, which I, I would pick the Rams to win this one. Uh, Buffalo at New England. New England's a two-and-a-half favorite. Uh, really interested in that round two matchup with them to see if Buffalo could get a game here. Uh, they really need it. Uh, but if New England gets another win on them, they'll pretty much have the division locked up. Um, but we, we, we shall see. Uh, Jags at Jets. I just put this on here simply because it has big implications for number, number one overall draft pick. Um, if the Jets win the Jags are pretty much in a good position to keep the first draft pick with the Jags do get a victory. Now you have the Jags jets, the lions, about three or four teams all in the top pick and mix. So very interesting game in terms of a draft uh, pit at KC KC's an eight and a half favorite. Uh, it's a big game. And since the pit loses, they're definitely uh, on very long shot to make the playoffs. So it's a kind of a must win for pit Denver at Las Vegas. Both of them are kind of right in that bubble team. So one's going to be still bubble. One's going to be out. Uh, and it's even, and then Miami at new Orleans, one and a half underdog for new Orleans right now. Uh, mostly because Taysom Hill is on the COVID list. Looks like he's going to miss this game and that's a tough game for them to miss. Um, COVID is just making it really difficult for the playoffs right now, but in Miami's on a big winning streak. So, um, looks like Ian books to get the start. So that could also be good. If you got a couple of Ian book rookie cards, see if he plays well, uh, rookie out of Notre Dame. Um, but overall, it looks like Miami's in a good position to get another win because Saints have been tough without their quarterbacks unless their defense get a shutout like last week. Um, but that's it for this week. Just a nice, quick, short show. I want to update you on the product. I want you to make sure you're in the know of how the football card market's looking. So I hope I gave you some good tips there. Again, follow me at numbers underscore behind. Be happy to chat with you football anytime. And other than that, have a great week and a good Christmas time with your families. Thank you.